This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orbach. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. We're talking about Milton and a terrific program with nine races. The first at 6.32, Rob Orbach joins me as he will every week for the Saturday Night Harness Preview and, and find a few winners. Um, Rob, uh, hello to you and... Um, and we're brought to everybody by uh, the fabulous Ben Stud. Yeah, hi Dan, hi everyone, and welcome to the Saturday night preview from Melton Park on Saturday uh, night, uh, the 25th of March. We've got nine races on the card. We've got the Group 1 Elder Baron Park, something about Maori Trotters Free For All. That looks to be uh, a terrific race, and of course the Elder Baron Park Vic Bread Platinum Homegrown Classic for the three-year-old trotting Colts and Geldings final and also the three-year-old trotting Phillies final. So we've got some good quality races uh, on the program and, as you mentioned, uh, brought to uh, everyone by Ben Studd. And, again, we thank uh, Peter and Craig Judd and the two families all involved uh, with Ben Studd. They've had a really busy period over recent uh, weeks with, of course, the Sydney sales, the uh, Queensland sales, Bathurst sales, they've got the Melbourne sales coming up on the 2nd and 3rd of April at, uh, at of course, at the Melbourne uh, sales uh, complex and they've got 19 lots for sale uh, over that weekend. So we'll be talking much about uh, those horses over the next uh, couple of weeks, but we're really looking forward to uh, what's an exciting time in harness racing for the yearling sales in Melbourne and Ben Stud will be prominent as they always are. Rob, the first of nine at Melton, it's the big screen company pace, kicking off at 6.32. It's actually a good race, but it's a challenging race to work out. Um, Magnetic Terror is the next Kiwi, first run with Andy Gath. Uh, currently, uh, when we're looking at its price, $2.40, but it opened $2.00 out to $2.40, and uh, Lip Reader has just firmed up a touch, the Tasmanian, into $3.00. Yeah, look, we're uh, obviously trying to line up a, a few different form lines here, aren't we? Uh, Magnetic Terror joins the Andy Gath stable uh, with Kate Gaff to drive. Its last start was at uh, Winton on the 28th of January 2023. He's a five-year-old. He's rated a 67 rater up against some uh, high-rated horses, and one of them being Lip Reader, who's a 113 national-rated horse. So I suppose when you look at class... Magnetic Terror uh, is probably uh, very lightly assessed. I suppose it could be one of two reasons. Uh, one, that he hasn't reached his full potential yet, having run a lot of placings, and he might come into this race really well graded. What have we seen of Magnetic Terror? Well, look, he trialled at Geelong recently. Uh, look, he looks a nice enough horse to suggest he's going to run a big race here. He hit the line really well at Geelong trials against some good quality horses. Uh, the earplugs were still in as he went over the line. He was still closing uh, over the concluding stages. So as we know, Andy's got a terrific record uh, in getting uh, these horses. Mick Boots, proprietary uh, limited, racing limited, uh, is the owner of the horse. And as we know, they've had some really good, strong purchases from New Zealand. So I think we can expect a really good showing from him. I'm not really sure where he's going to end up from barrier six. That's probably the little question mark here. He, you know, there's quite a bit of speed inside him, so he may have to drift back here in the race and he may have to be running on, or if he does go forward, he's going to have to do a bit of work to go forward. So I think the Barry draws a bit tricky. I don't know whether 
the uh, the two dollars forty or so on offer is great value for him. But look, I've tipped him on top with a question mark. Look, twelve lip reader comes into this race really well rated. I mean, he's a hundred and thirteen rated horse taking on horses that are almost uh, you know a, a quarter uh, rating less than him. So. He's got the class on his side. He's a very Dow type, very strong strong stayer. Uh, look, he's been going well for Connor Crook. He's fourth two runs ago behind Courageous Saint and Harania suggests that that form's really strong. He went around in the Charlton Pacing Cup behind Can't Top This. So I think the class sits with Flip Reader and he clearly looks uh, the, the strong winning chance. So look, I've got six and 12 rated equally on top, obviously with a question mark with the six. Other horses in the race we've got to watch. Look, Hurricane Hustler's going really well. Uh, look, he, he ran really well behind Valachi and, and when, when runner-up last start, uh, that was his first run since January. He's going to be improved by that run, Craig Demlin. Chris Alford drives uh, again here, and I think he's a really good each-way chance in the race. And horses off the front row that's going to be prominent throughout. Look, I think three ghosts of time. Uh, has got gate speed. I think he'll get across, uh, obviously, Dabby Minga, who's drawn inside him, which really is going to put him into a good spot. Glenn Craven drives here. I think he was hitting the, the, the cart last start. He pulled really hard and just sort of watching the replay there a few times, Connor Clark was looking down. So I think Glenn Craven drives here. I think Coast of Time can be a really big improver. Modern Jive and also uh, Jacka Connor all come into this race with plenty of respect. But look, 6 and 12 on top. I've put 10 and 3 as my third and fourth picks and certainly not dismissing the 4 and 5 in the race. And my selections are 12 Lip Reader from 6 Magnetic Terror, 11 Magic Mike and 10 Hurricane Hustler, 12, 6, 11, 10. Uh, race number two. This is a good lineup um, with Captain Hemmerhead who won uh, first up when you tipped him as your best bet. Um, different draw here, but he's the $2.40 favourite ahead of Roadmaster, number three at $3 and 6 Rosanna Rebel firming up a little bit now at three forty. Yeah, look, it's a, a really intriguing race. Uh, I've settled for Rosanna Rebel. Um, I, I really like this horse. I like Captain Hammerhead. I like Roadmaster. They're, they're three really promising horses, and I certainly, even a horse like number two, Cheers to Lou, I think can be a big improver as well. Uh, look, I've tipped Rosanna Rebel on top here, Dan. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's an intriguing race. What happens here at the start? I think, obviously... Cheers to Lou, Roadmaster's going to come out really hard. I think Roadmaster's probably going to have a good chance of finding the pegs first. I, I, I think he can get across Cheers to Lou. I think delightful Tammy will probably take the trail behind him. Captain Hammerhead is not brilliant out. He, he comes out well. Rosanna Rebel can fly the gate if wants to, can pull a little bit. But I, I keep coming back to that form line behind school captain and, and the lost storm and Rosanna Rebel finished third behind those two probably the most promising two roles from last season and I didn't mind his run at Melton last start I think he would have finished a lot closer than being beaten by by four meters behind captain Hammerhead and now Vinny just contacted the wheels there about 100 from home and probably lost a little bit of his momentum I think he was going to be right in the finish I think he's fitter I think he's working up. I think the 1700 suits his horse. I'm going to tip him on top here, Rosanna Rebel, ahead of five, Captain Hammerhead, who I think is a really nice horse, as I've mentioned. 1700, 
you know, he'll push forward. Uh, he's going to be right in the firing line. He might map really well. And Roadmaster, who's a, a progressive horse that just keeps improving all the time. He was runner-up at uh, Horsham behind Sundiata, who won at Bendigo throughout the week. And then uh, came out and he's won back-to-back wins behind Delightful Tammy and Jilby Retro. However, I sort of go back to that run last year when he was fourth behind First Responder. He was beaten 18 metres. Captain Hammerheads competed against First Responder. I uh, hadn't got beaten that far at Menangle. So maybe it comes down to class with Roadmaster. Is he on the up? Can he really match it here with these horses? But look, I've gone six from five and three. And I think the big improve will be two cheers for cheers to Lou. I think he's uh, a horse that's got uh, a bit underrated. And I think he needs to be put into your first force. I've, uh, I couldn't really separate the five and the six a bit like you, but I went the other way. Captain Hammerhead from Rosanna Rebel, but very much a flip of the coin. Five, six, seven, Thomas Royal at odds. I like the way this horse is going. He's good odds, too, and three, Roadmaster. Five, six, seven, three. Rob Race number three, it's the Elderbaron Park Vic Red Platinum Homegrown Classic. Three-year-old trotting Colts and Geldings final, and I'm having a good time, um, is the sixty-five favourite on the strength of its debut win. Yeah, look, he, he looks clearly the horse to beat, doesn't he, Dan? Uh, I'm having a good time. Race by uh, John and Christine Yeomans, who uh, bred this three-year-old. Uh, they've uh, handed uh, the horse uh, and the uh, the training over to Chris Lang, who's a master in preparing these young horses for uh, finals. And when you see a, a group final or at least a, a final uh, and Chris Lang prepares a youngster, you, you always know they're going to be peaking on this particular occasion. The only little doubt, only little doubt with the horse, he's drawn barrier one. I think he's got gate speed, but as we've seen many times before, two-year-olds drawn barrier one, trotters drawn barrier one, sometimes can be a little bit of a detriment when they don't have the uh, the experience or the race experience. He's only had the one start. He drew between horses at Bendigo and he began fast. So providing he focuses and concentrates at the start, and he gets through and leads, I think he'll be the winner of the race. I've tipped him on top number one, I'm having a good time. Didn't mind the run of Maori's return, who chased home. I'm having a good time last start. Good chance that if it all goes to, to, to map and the one leads, there's a good chance the two could be dropping on its back. And for that reason, I think it's got a really good place chance. Seven, Shack the Anvil for Joe Pace. Anthony Butt won well, did the work outside, uh, Kai Valley Anthony last start and proved a little bit too strong over the concluding stages, so I've put him in for third. Uh, certainly Kai Valley Anthony, uh, who shows good ability into fourth placing. And the other two horses uh, of the Mark Lee and Stacey Towers team, uh, Cole Du Grenon and also Midnight Muscle, uh, both horses closed really late in their uh, respective heats. So one on top. From two, seven, five, and I think uh, six and four are certainly going to be included in your first force. I'm having a good time with natural improvement. The one to beat, I, I wasn't overly keen on the race. Going to learn a lot more about these horses as they gain further experience. Seven, Shack the Anvil was tough last time, but it's going to have to be again. Five, Coffey Anthony. Two, Maori's return might be worth a ticket each way. At least a bit of value there at $13 at the moment. One, seven, five and two. Race four is the uh, Phillies uh, division of the Vic Bread Platinum Homegrown, thanks to Elder Baron Park. And uh, She's a Wish and Kai Valley Amanda, number six and seven, dominate the market. Yeah, and they look like they're the two that's going to fight out the finish. And I think the advantage of the barrier draw with six She's a Wish drawing inside seven Kai Valley Amanda, you'd almost suggest might be the difference. However, She's a Wish uh, led throughout last start, uh, 
Drew Barrier 1, was able to work to the lead and win at Melton two runs ago from Barrier 3. It has to overcome Barrier 6 on this occasion, but uh, she's a lightly raced filly. She's had the four starts for two wins and a place in Neville Pangrazio who does a great job uh, with his team of uh, trotters, will have this horse well presented for the night, Anthony Butt to drive. So I've tipped her on top. I thought she'd be pretty hard to beat. From uh, seven, uh, Kai uh, Valley Amanda, who I think is a really promising filly. Uh, she's only had the four runs, but her three runs uh, when placed at her last three starts uh, have all suggested she's got loads of talent, and I think she's going to be the major threat. So six from seven. Uh, for your trifectas, nine, Elder Baron Brook, uh, Alison Alford prepares here, Josh Duggan drives. I thought she was pretty brave when finishing third, but probably not in the same class as the other two fillies we spoke about. And I think number one, Focus, really caught the eye, hitting the line strongly again from the Mark Lee, Stacey Towers. So they've actually got a good representation in these two finals. So well done to Mark uh, and Stacey. They've got three runners here, and I think they've all got some chance of blowout chances in both these two finals. But six, seven, nine and one. I've gone exactly the same order, Rob. Six, seven, nine, and one. It's a bit like an echo. First leg of the quaddy, the tab captain Sandy Free for All, named after a two time uh, Inter Dominion winner in uh, Captain uh, Sandy. So it's great to have the. Uh, the, the, the older horses, the great horses, uh, remembered Captain Sandy won the Melbourne Inter-Dominion, the very first Inter-Dominion run in Melbourne in 1950, and then in 1953 was uh, successful in Perth. Tricky race, small field, um, Triple Eight at $2.40. Greg Sugars has picked his drive out of the stable mates, and I think that's why Triple Eight is the favourite, because of Greg's uh, uh, picking that horse over AG's White Sox. Yeah, look, you know, again, uh, you know, Greg and Jess uh, elected to take Triple Eight to, to Menangle and, and leave AG White Sox at home. Uh, so I suppose when you look at the, the natural talent uh, of these two horses, probably at the uh, at the particular moment, Triple Eight might be uh, the, the, the better horse uh, as far as, uh, you know, coming into this race. But again... Triple uh, H's last run was third uh, in the light horse free-for-all behind Bondi Lockdown. Really hit the line strongly. Was sixth at Menangle in the Schweppes Sprint behind Spirit of St. Louis. Uh, again, not far behind. And then was a winner three runs ago, defeating Bulletproof Boy and Rick Riley at Melton. I've gone for him. Like you said, I think most of us will take the lead of the Greg Sugars uh, uh, elect. And he's tipped uh, or he's driving Triple uh, H's selection to drive. So we'll stick with him. On top, I think two Tango Tara really liked this horse's run last start at Melton over that 1,200-metre stampede. Uh, he was hitting the line well. I'd seen him trial before that at Melton. His trials indicated that uh, he'll keep improving. Uh, Kate Gath indicated that last week when we interviewed her as well on Trot's Vision. I thought he hit the line well. He's got the barrier draw to be right in this for a long way. So five and two, I've tipped five ahead of the two. Uh, for third, six, uh, AG White Sox, probably racing in, in terrific form at the moment. Uh, the way he savaged the line last start in that stampede was fantastic. He was really strong at Geelong. He'll run a big race again. Four bulletproof boy. Uh, he doesn't know how to run a bad race. So, again, he's going to map pretty well. And if there's plenty of tempo on, small field suits him. He's going to be hitting the line well. And then, obviously, you've got the other runners, La Captain and Supreme Dominator, both really nice horses. So, you know, it's a great race, as you mentioned. Uh, look, five from two, six and four for mine.
My tips are five, six, two and four. It is an intriguing start. Might be a small field, but uh, you get the feeling you might have to put in a number of horses to the first leg of the quaddy. Rob, the uh, Saturday night harness preview uh, is proudly brought to uh, us all by Ben Studd Standardbreds. Yeah, look, again, uh, Ben Studd, the, the statistics, Dan, uh, when it comes to the uh, Colts being sold at the sales, it's been really intriguing. Since uh, 2011, they have sold 69 Colts at the sales. Of those uh, 69 Colts, 66 of them have been named, 62 of them have raced, and 53 of those 69 have been winners and 58 have been placed, and they've amassed $6.6 million in stake earnings. And some of those horses that we're referring to, Catch a Wave, $1.1 million, Tough Tilly, $593,000, Captain Ravishing, three hundred and seven. Loveless, 285, Lightning Dan, 164, and they're all progenies of Captain Treacherous. So... Their statistics are amazing, Ben Stud, when you look at the colts that they sell. They sell all their colts at the sales, and I know they'll have a really strong presence in the Melbourne sales as they have in the previous uh, other Australian sales in recent times. And obviously, look at some of the progenies as well of uh, Captain Treacherous have been quite uh, quite phenomenal uh, at some of the Ben Stud bred horses from the property. So... We're really looking forward to the sales coming up in Melbourne and if you're looking at uh, some, some Colts, uh, you certainly can't go past looking at the quality of what Ben Studd will have on offer. April 1 to 3, Parade Day April 1 and Sales Day Aprils 2 and 3. Uh, Rob, race number 6 is the Peter Jackson menswear trot. Great to have Peter Jackson on board. They've been supporting us uh, uh, with uh, dressing some of the crew on Trot's Vision over the last uh, six months or so. And uh, they've got race uh, name rights tomorrow night. And they've got a good one here with uh, Shawnee at $1.95 uh, hitting the market ahead of Sir Patrick. Yeah, I was going to ask you your thoughts here. So, Patrick, uh, where do you see it ending up from Barrier 1? Well, look, I think it's going to be right there. Um, possibly end up behind the leader, but he's got enough gate speed to make his own luck. And the key is he gets a much better barrier draw this time. So th- there's a couple of horses that get out quick, Rob. It's not that easy to work out. But I just thought if there's enough injection in speed, it might suit my tip at a bit of odds that I'll get to shortly. But um, uh, Sir Patrick's got a good draw. Should be fit enough now to be able to make use of it. Uh, I just don't know whether he's got enough gate speed to hold them out and lead. Mm, yeah, I've just risked him. I, I, I have risked Sir Patrick mainly because I thought he'd get crossed at the start and I thought that could be a real problem. Don't touch a Juco, as we know, he can get out really quickly and I was just worried where he might end up. So I've, I've reluctantly left him out of my tips, but I'm not saying he can't uh, win or run in the placings. If he holds up, I think he's got a fantastic chance. Look, I've, I've tipped nine Shawnee on top. Uh, look, he, he's a really good horse. I mean, uh, he's only had the nine starts, five wins, three placings. I'm prepared to forgive when he made that mistake a couple of runs ago at Melton. I mean, his run on that occasion was phenomenal. The times uh, he, he he ran trying to make up the lost ground. There was no uh, no uh, admiration loss for the horse when runner-up behind lunch with Arthur last start over the 1,700. I think he can bounce back here. I've tipped him on top, number nine, Shawnee. From six, uh, Baltica, who comes into this race, I think really well rated. Uh, I'm expecting her to run a good race. I mean, again, you can't ignore the form behind Mufasa Metro. It's a really strong race. She's only going to be fitter. I think she'll run a really good race. 
other chances uh, I've put in here for uh, this race, uh, number four, which is Don't Touch the Duco, who should be up on the speed, and number seven, Robin, my mates, uh, nine, six, four, and seven. And if you're playing the first fours, uh, don't leave out number three, Icicle, uh, into that third or fourth spot. I thought Baltica was a class factor, Rob. She'll obviously be fitter. She just peaked on her run last week. Thought she was a terrific each-way chance, dropping in grade, and was way over the odds. She's starting to shorten up a little bit now. But six, Baltica. Uh, nine, Shawnee, very hard to beat. One, Sir Patrick. And uh, I think everybody's avenger the weight. Found the line last week. Has got a hope. So is Rob and me, mates. Six, nine, one, and ten. But keen each-way on Baltica. Race seven, the Elder Baron Park. Something about Mary Trotter's free-for-all. Something about Mary, the 2004 trotting into Dominion winner at uh, Melton, uh, driven by Gavin Lang, trained by uh, Brian Healy. And this is the last of the uh, Triple Crown, Karen Manning uh, Trotter's Triple Crown series, and Queen Elida dominates $1.60. Yeah, look, uh, she's, uh, she's going so well. She's such a top quality mare, isn't she, Queen and, uh, uh, Elida? Uh, Elida uh, she's, she's going well. Uh, but look, you know, I've, I've tipped I'm Ready Jet. I've, I've stuck with I'm Ready Jet here. I I feel like she's she's going super well without winning, um, and I think a little bit of gloss has been taken off her because of it. Um, look, third in the Great Southern Star behind Just Believe, uh, she she found her little bit of trouble there at Shepparton back in February behind Hopeful Beauty, and then she was runner-up behind Just Believe in the Australian Trotting Grand Prix, and then third at Menangle last start in that Hammerhead Mile uh, behind Elder Baron Zeus and, and Just Believe, and... You know, I, I still feel like the barrier draw and I still respect her as, as being uh, the queen of the mares at the moment and uh, this is going to be a, a title now that she needs to hold by winning on Saturday night. So I'm going to stick with her, I'm ready, Jet, ahead of Queen Alita, who um, we know is a, a, a terrific uh, mare. She hasn't done too much wrong. Great win last start. Uh, she's going to be a real real danger and a real winning chance and three sleepy who's the uh, Alison Alford trained runner with Josh Duggan driving. Uh, you've got to respect her chances as well. And I thought nine electrode jet really liked its run last start. And I think if there's a complete blowout, that's where it comes from. But two, six, three and nine for mine. Well, I've tipped six, Queen Elida, two, I'm ready, Jet. Think distance, big query for Sleepy, the longer trip, but she's going so well, and, and the nine electro jet, so six, two, three, nine. Rob, race number eight, the Peter Jackson men's where Vic bred uh, Pace Cavacci, just odds on favourite here, resuming from a break. Yeah, look, Cavacci uh, trolled quite nicely at Melton. Uh, Zach Chapman uh, drives here, gets a five-concession claim for Emma Stewart, hasn't started since uh, finishing fourth, on the 31st of December behind Catch a Wave. You'd suggest that form reads really strong for this race. Fourth uh, in the semi-final behind He's Son of a Gun. Second uh, before that behind Interest Free. And then chased home at Captain Ravishing earlier on in Major Perry. I think the uh, the depth of the form behind Kafaji's form line for this race looks really well uh, placed. And I've tipped him on top. thought it'd be really hard to beat. I'm giving uh, Celeste Matuka a, 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 a good chance here to run a great race. I, I, I want to see him do something, and I think this is the right race for him. I think he can push forward, and I think uh, you know he, he should be able to nearly find the top here, and if he finds the top, I think he'll give a great sight, Celeste Matuka. I'm certainly not ruling him out. Uh, Ten, give it a try, who's just been teasing a little bit. Uh, he's a good horse. Uh, he, he'll be running on. 
And uh, I thought they were clearly the main three. Nine, four, ten, three. I give a good hope for for the first four's got a smudge. And if you're looking for another one, number eight, Hugo Rocks. And on with Kavaji, number nine, over one, Rubens Pride, ten, give it a try, four, Celestio Matuka, nine, one, ten, and four. We get to the last event, Rob, a couple of scratchings in Casta Semenya and rocking with Sierra, but it looks like Imperial's Reasons, a race to lose, a dollar thirty favourite, number six. Yeah, she looks uh, the, the, clearly the best better tonight, uh, but it, again, as a short quote, uh, not much value there. There's a few on the night that, you know, favourites that, you know, on face value look like they should be winning. Uh, Imperial's Reasons, certainly one of those. Uh, look, you just forget about last start. I mean, her run was outstanding. Her form before that was terrific. She was uh, outstanding winning at Melton. She had no luck when placed at Ballarat three runs ago. She was a winner before that at Maryborough. And the way she's been going, she looks extremely hard to beat. So we've got to tip her uh, as one of the better bets of the night. Race nine, number six, Imperial's Reason. Really like the way Vincenzina's going. Uh, look, I, I think she's um, a, an underrated mare. There's been nothing wrong with her uh, her two runs this time in. Uh, she's certainly got a really strong chance of, of running a good race. Eight, uh, Blood Moon might probably be better suited off the second row against this quality, not burn out of the gate. I think she can uh, run a good race, as uh, we've seen. Three Gypsy Princess, four Heavenly Charm for the placings. But look, uh, I certainly think uh, six on top from seven, eight and three are mine. Rob, uh, this is the Saturday Night uh, Harness uh, Preview. You'll hear it uh, on RSN airing every uh, Friday night after the, the harness racing meetings are finished. You might be listening to it right now, uh, but also early in the morning on RSN, and you can hear it through the uh, the podcast on rsn.net.au and through uh, uh, thetrots.com.au and also harness.org.au, and you can get to that podcast and keep you up, up to date at a time that suits you best. And... Uh, we are brought to you by uh, Ben Stud. Yeah, look, and they've got uh, 19 lots in the Melbourne sale coming up uh, in a fortnight's time, and they've got some really nice stock. Uh, they've got a uh, Captain Treacherous Colt at a Bamako Marley, who uh, you would imagine is going to attract uh, a lot of interest uh, at the sales. I think that's lot 529. Uh, they've got uh, a filly by Captain Treacherous. They've got, I think, uh, three. Colts by Better's Delight, one out of Angel of Arts, Annalise, Artie, Chickle getting sold at the sales that they're, they're preparing. Uh, there's also uh, some trotters as well. There's uh, a Volstead, a Creatine trotter that's going through the sales. So there's uh, lots to choose from, but all the big name size uh, are amongst their uh, lots that they're presenting, not only from the farm, but also for a number of their clients that actually have horses at the, start, at the uh, farm. There's uh, a lovely colt out of Starburst Girl. There's a uh, colt out of The Good Times. Uh, horses that we all very much know and I think uh, you're going to see uh, the Ben Stud uh, quality horses uh, coming to the fore when we're looking at uh, the top sales for uh, the Ben Stud sales during the nutrient sales uh, on the weekend, that first weekend in April. And that's only next weekend when you think about it. Uh, Saturday week is the first, uh, and that's the parade day, and the sales are on the 2nd and the 3rd of April at Oakland's, thanks to uh, Nutrient. And thank you to Ben Studd Standard for supporting the Saturday Night Harness Preview, your best bets for Melton, Rob. Well, look, I think the short ones that we've spoken about uh, are all going to be extremely hard to beat. So I think, obviously, if you're looking for a shorty, I think Imperial's Reasons, the one that I think looks to stand out. Uh, the trotters uh, early in the night are going to be pretty short that should all run well. 
Looking for my best value, look, I'm going to take on my best bet from last time, which was Captain Hammerhead. I'm going to go with Rosanna Rebel. I, I think that he's going to run a really big race here. Uh, I know he's drawn – had he drawn inside the other two horses, I, I would have been declaring him. So I know he's drawn outside uh, the main chances of Roadmaster and Captain Hammerhead. But I'm going to stick with him as my best value. Race two, number six, Rosanna Rebel. And uh, we'll make him the Ben, ben Stud value bet for uh, the weekend. Terrific, Rob. My best. Race four, number six. Race seven, number six. And each way, race six, number six. And even the dogs approve. I love it. The dogs are barking, Dan. <laughs> yes, even the dogs uh, are supporting my theories this time. Always gives me a lot more confidence. Race uh, four, number six. She's a wish. Race seven, number six. Uh, Queen Elida. And it might be the number of the beast. It might make sense, you know, because uh, my best each way is race six, number six, Baltica. So it's all the sixes there uh, for Melton uh, Saturday night. And, uh, and Rob, we look forward to doing the wrap-up of the meeting with the mile rate on Sunday. You're such a devil, Dan. Uh, no doubt about you. Uh, well, no. Well, good luck. Let's hope uh, there's some winners amongst uh, the selections. I'm sure there will be. Uh, so good punning, everyone, and let's hope uh, it's a profitable weekend.